You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. of thought, there's clarity of expression, there's clarity of purpose and understanding. We are all, O oh God, at the audience of one to hear your voice through the voice of man. As we hear you, we are led in the light, and in your light, we see light. Thank you, Jesus that we are edified because you are glorified. We shall bear fruit of this word because you shall speak to us. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So we are continuing with our study on who is leading you. Who is leading you? As much as possible, you can realize that I am demystifying what the leading of the Spirit is. It is something that has become normal to us because of who we have been made. Because we have been made of Christ, we are led by the Spirit of Christ. Just like the way the natural man is led by his flesh, we are led by the Spirit of Christ. So just like the way we come to church and I tell you to pray, when you start praying, I'm leading you. But it's not me who is leading you. You are being led by the Spirit to do what? To pray. Is it making sense? Yes. Because whatever we do here is something that is led by what? The Spirit. It is something that is in the will of God. So, you see, you can be in church and miss out because you see a man telling you to sing. (laughs) You see a woman telling you to pray. And maybe you have your own idea about that person, forgetting that you are being led by what? The Spirit. So, what he means is that you will miss out on the benefit that must accrue you when you are led by what? The Spirit. (laughs) Praise God. 
Is it making sense? Okay, so when we talk about being led by the Spirit, we must understand that it definitely would have to be that which is in the will of God. So it comes first by the word of God. And the word of God is the conscience of God. The word of God is the conscience of God. The word of God is the conscience of God. The word of God is the spirit of God. Until you know the word of God is difficult to be led by the spirit of God. Until you know the word of God, it, it will be very difficult to be led by the spirit of God. Okay. And so we have come to also realize that based on our frame as God's children, we have God's life. And in this life, we have God's light. And God's light is God's wisdom. God's wisdom is God's word. It's God's purpose. Okay. So it's very important to know, like Apostle Paul would say, that if the rulers of this age had known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So they were ignorant of the leading of the spirit. They were ignorant of the leading of the spirit. They were ignorant. They could not recognize the will of God. They could not recognize the purpose of God. They could not recognize the wisdom of God. So we identified clearly what the wisdom of God is. And we realized that it is how God wants things done so that in the end his purpose is fulfilled. His purpose is achieved. Both in the earth and in eternity. Both in the earth and in eternity. And Paul says, we speak this wisdom and it is hidden to men. That's why he calls it hidden wisdom. It's hidden to the natural man. They cannot recognize God's intention, God's purpose, God's will. 
God's light. Why? Because they are in darkness. The reason why we are able to identify is because we are in the light. So in his light, we're able to recognize what? The light. In his light, we're able to recognize his wisdom. So we don't live our wisdom. We live his wisdom. As we live his wisdom, we are led by his spirit. So in the leadership of God's spirit, we also have God's wisdom being displayed and demonstrated in the earth through us. As he leads us by his wisdom, he's leading us by his spirit. Hmm. Okay. So you see Apostle Paul praying for the church in Ephesians 1, 17 to 21. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. In Christ, we have the wisdom of God. In Christ, we have the wisdom of God. Christ is the revelation of the wisdom of God. Praise God. And we know what this wisdom is. It is righteousness, sanctification, and what? Redemption. Okay. So when he talks about that, you may know what is the hope of his calling. You understand the calling now. The righteousness by faith, sanctification, and what? Redemption. So we ourselves are brought into his righteousness and we are set apart in the earth for his work. Is that very clear? And then we wait on the day of what? Redemption. And we bring men in the same. Praise God. So we live our lives in God's wisdom by this purpose. This is our direction. This is what gives us essence in life. There will be a lot of ambitions around us. But we must not be oblivious to this vision. To this vision. Our eyes must be flooded with this light. Deeper and what? Deeper. So that we would at every point in time, walk in this purpose. Walk in this understanding. Yes. 
walk in it. And that's what Paul means that he's praying that their eyes are flooded with this light of the revelation of the Christ and the wisdom thereof. So that they may know, know, know the hope of his calling and the inheritance. So whatever you do, you do it in this light. Is it very clear? All our thoughts are in this light. All our speech must be in this light. All our actions, our conduct must be in this light. In the same way, our works must reveal this light, this wisdom. So if God is leading you, you'll be able to know he's leading you. So far as it is in this purpose, you know he's leading you. Praise God. Is that very clear? Yes. So whilst maybe the guy in your office came to work, because all they came to do is to make money, you are doing work, but you're doing work in the light of this wisdom. Are you getting it now? You are in the family whilst another person is seeing themselves as just a number of the family. You are seeing yourself in the family in the light of this wisdom. So what it means is that you are yielding yourself at every point to be led by what? By him. So you see his vision is now your vision. In his light, we see what? Light. So that's what it means. What it means is that what God sees now is what you also want. In all your thoughts, in all your words, in all your conduct and your works, you are seeing souls saved, souls set apart, and souls to be what? Redeemed. That's, so you see, so whatever you're doing is driven towards this objective. If you are in class, and everybody is studying. And all they want to do is to get a good certificate and all of that. So they want to cheat to get it. You won't do that because you are being led in this vision. Is that very clear? So it's not just an academic stuff you're doing. No. You see beyond that his I has become your eye. His vision has become your vision. His pursuit has become your pursuit. 
because you are set apart in the earth. And you want to see others also set apart for him. It becomes your drive. Praise God. Is it making sense? You see, so sometimes you will lose money because of that. Sometimes you will lose favor because of that. As a as of fact, sometimes, in quotes, you will lose your credibility because within that sphere of endeavor, that discipline of work, there is a status quo that everybody must go to. But it is not in line with God's vision, with the wisdom of God. So you see, the moment you say, no, I'm backing out, you lose your credibility before them. But before God, you are endorsed. Are you hearing me? So you see, what it means is this. What it means is that we no more play to the gallery of men. No. We are walking in his light. We are walking in his light. Look at Ephesians. Let me finish the 117 to 21, and then I can continue with Ephesians 5, 16 to 17. All right. So he speaks to the glory of his inheritance. What? In what? In the saints. Say, in the saints. So you can see that at every point in time, you must know that it's in you. Sometimes to who say, for the saints. Are you getting the point? Yes. All right. In the saints. Say, in the saints. His life is in me. His light is in me. And works through me. Praise God. All right, and says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, mighty power, hmm. the working, the word there is energy, the energy, and the mighty power is the word kratos. Kratos, greatness of his power, the power that is iskus, ability, God's ability towards us who believe, according to the energy of his creative power. Which he worked Energy. In Christ, when you raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is right. So not only in this age, but in that which is to come. So can you see heaven and earth together? Okay, heaven and earth what? Together. Heaven and earth together. So the wisdom of God always bridges heaven and earth what? Together. And that's the power that is at work in us. Glory to God. 
So the day you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, there was the gap breached. Heaven and earth came what? Together. So although you are living in this earth, you also live in eternity. And so you see, the wisdom you operate in is not just for this earth. Praise God. Is the wisdom that is of heaven. It's the wisdom that is of heaven. It is not the wisdom of this earth. You realize Apostle Paul said so. It's not, not the wisdom of this age. And I spoke clearly to that on Sunday. Which comes to what? Nothing. Nothing. So, there's the spirit. So, if you say the power, you know it's the spirit, right? That is the performer. I've spoken to that. At work in us, praise God, and through us. All right. Okay. So, this wisdom of God, this light, this illumination of God works by the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Yes. Which displays God's hidden wisdom that is above this world. That is above this world. That is above this world. So our wisdom is like God's wisdom. It is higher. It is higher. See, it is higher. Say it like you mean. Say it is higher. Say it like you mean it. It is higher. Is higher. See, the wisdom I live by is higher. All right. Look at Ephesians 5, 16 to 17. Are we all there? Let's all read it. Go. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Mm -hmm. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Can you see? Can you see what the Apostle Paul is saying? So, can you see that we have a lot of work to do? So, he was bringing the Ephesians check to the place that there's a lot we have to do. Time is catching up on us. And we have to redeem the time. Say redeem the time. What's the word? To buy back something. To buy back something. So he's speaking to the restoration of the time. And so, that's why he says, therefore, do not be unwise. So, can you see wisdom there? Eh? So, if you are not careful, you think that he's talking about what the wisdom you know. So, if, if, if you don't understand and you are reading this, you think that he's saying, okay, 
make more money. Ah, are you getting the point? Because that's the wisdom of the world. So somebody can pick this and preach so much out of it and teach that, oh, you see, Paul says, redeem the time. You're wasting the time. You're not making money. You're not getting degrees. No, that's not what he's talking about. <laughs> no. So you see, being unwise there means differently from what the world thinks. Is that very clear? Not walking in the very essence and purpose, in the revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, in the knowledge of Christ, is what he's talking about. Is it making sense? They are not hastening themselves as far as righteousness, sanctification, and redemption is what? That is, when you live like that as a believer, he says you are being what? Oh, you are being what? Say it very well. You are being? Unwise. Unwise. You are being unwise. So, whilst the world will say that, okay, you are not making too much money, you are being unwise. You are not doing this thing that we said you should be doing. You are being unwise. Apostle Paul is bringing the church back to God's wisdom. And why time is going. When there's a lot of work to work. Is that very clear? Did you understand what I'm saying? So God wants souls to be what? One. He wants souls to be set what? Apart for him. Okay? Eh? God's Eden to be created in what? The earth. And then we all enter into what? Eternity. God wants to see that. You see, so Paul is saying, redeem what? The time. And so the evil that he's saying, you can understand it. The days are evil. Many are perishing. Many are wasting what? Away. Okay. So you see, we don't read scripture and interpret scripture the way we want. No. We must understand the intent of the author. The author has a passion. A passion is that the people are being led by the spirit. They are being led in the wisdom of Christ. So when he says, do not be unwise, he's saying, the world has his wisdom, but you also have your wisdom. Don't follow the wisdom of the world. Is that very clear? That's why he says, but understand what? What the will. So the will there represents the wisdom. Clear. The wisdom of God. The 
wisdom of God. So you can put it there, understand what the wisdom of God what, is. The wisdom of God is. Understand it. Understand what the wisdom of God is. Understand. Understand. So we have to go back. When we go back to read it, it will be clearer. So let's go to Ephesians 5, 8 to 21. Before he got to 16, 17. And then we'll read the post, the after. So we'll look at the pretext and what? And the post-text. And then it will bring us to what? The context. Okay? Then we can now understand what? The content. And then we will know the the intent of the author is that very clear. So pretext, mm-hmm, post-text, and then context, and then content, and then the intent. That's how you can interpret the scripture. If you don't do that, you think you are being led by the spirit, but you are being led by the enemy or by yourself. Okay, and next, um, not this Sunday, Sunday we'll be having church at um, um, Anakazo. Yes. But on next Wednesday, I will be looking at that. Yeah, I'll be looking at that. Because it is one of the most ways that the enemy, by our ignorance, leads us into a lot of things. And sometimes even when God is leading us, we don't recognize that he's leading us. Because we don't understand the scripture the way we should understand it. Is that very clear? Yes. Okay? Imagine somebody who stops their pork business because they've seen it that pork is abominable. And if this person understands the wisdom of God, are you here with me? Huh? And they understand scripture. We need money to fund the business of the kingdom. Don't you think so? So you see what the person is doing to himself and to us. Yes. You know, I was talking today with uh, Prophet Gilbert, you know, and Thank God my friend was able to bail us out. He gave us 193, 195,000 Ghana cities. Yes. Yes. Paid it all. He gave us even some on top. It was 193. Paid 195. Yes. So that's close to $20,000. Yes. Yes. Just like that. Yes. You see, so that's why I said we don't preach poverty too. Yeah. But it tells you that lack is also no good. But when you also depend on him, he what? Provides. 
but you, you don't foolishly also deny yourself of what you must what? Have. Is that very clear? Okay, so this person who doesn't understand scripture is denying themselves unnecessarily and it can lead them rather into temptation. Are you getting it? Yes. All right, so let's go back. Ephesians 5, 8. Everybody go with me. You see where he starts. Let me go. For you were once darkness. You see? You see? So, can you see the thought? For you were once what? Darkness. Okay, continue. Go. But now you are light in the Lord. So, in the Lord is key. You didn't just become light. You received Christ, the light. So in his light, you are now what? Light. That's why I said light in what? In the Lord. Genesis. You remember that? This is Genesis, clear. Yeah? Genesis 1 to 5. 1 verse 1 to 5. Clear. Okay, let's continue. Go. And he said, walk what? Can you see it clearly now? So you don't just have the light. You walk. Walk. You are led in the light. You are led by the light. Is that very clear? You are led by the light. Okay. And so the first way you can be led is in the light of the scriptures. Is <laughs> in the light of the scriptures. The word, okay. The word, your eye must be opened in the scriptures. So Jesus prayed. You know, Jesus, when he was about to leave, he prayed for them. He opened their eyes to understand what? The scriptures. <laughs> yes. So everything they were saying, they were quoting what? The scriptures. And they were quoting it precisely and accurately. And you are going to see the difference. Let's continue. Go. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Hello. Is it very clear? Can you see once again fruit here? Okay, it's in all what? Now, if you are not led by the Spirit, can you bear the fruit of the Spirit? So anytime you see the fruit of the Spirit, is because you are being directed by what? The Spirit, simple. If a tree uh, is not being led, in it and through it by a certain seed, can it bear the fruit of that seed? So what gives that tree direction 
For us to see the fruit is the seed of it. Is that very clear? So he says, is in all what? Goodness. Say goodness. goodness. Righteousness. Righteousness. And truth. So there is nothing any man can do to show forth God without being led by the Spirit. Everything that is good, everything that is righteous, and everything that is truth comes from the leading of what? The Spirit. That's when you can bear the fruit of what? And the fruit of the Spirit is all what? Goodness, righteousness, and what? Truth. Oh, praise God. Are you understanding the word? Okay. Okay. So, if he says, for you were once darkness... It means some time ago you were blind. <laughs> you were out of order. Clear. You were filled with what? Evil. You were unrighteous. You were a liar. Yes, you were filled with lies. But in Christ, you have encountered all goodness. You are filled with all righteousness. And you are filled with all truth. So that is the fruit you want. Praise God. Hallelujah. Am I taking my time? Thank you. All right. Okay. So, can we continue? Next. So, you see what he's saying. Let's all read it. Go. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. So now you'll be able to recognize the leading of God's spirit. And what God's spirit leads you in is all good, all righteous, all true. But some time ago, you couldn't differentiate. You were once what? You can't see. You can't see. Oh, praise God. Are you understanding it? Okay. Let's continue. So now, this is an instruction. And have no Fellowship with what? The unfruitful works, but rather do what? So can you see the wisdom of God? Can you see righteousness? 
Can you see sanctification? Mm? And can you see how we are redeeming the time when we do that? Eh? Until the day of redemption. Hello. So have no fellowship. Have no, you don't have any partnership. Say, I do not have any partnership with works of darkness. So it references the wisdom of the devil. The works of darkness are speaking to the works of darkness, the works of the devil. The works of the world. The motivations, the wisdom of this world. The wisdom of this age. Do you understand me? Expose them. Now, what does light do? It exposes anything that is out of order. Yes. Is it making sense? So you see, what it means is that by your thought, by your speech by your actions and by your words there's a revelation of God's wisdom that makes the world and others feel uncomfortable is that very clear So, say we expose darkness by our light. So now, when you preach the gospel, what are you doing? When you live in the will of God, okay, and you're living right, what are you doing? Exposing darkness. Is that very clear? So can you see someone here? Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Are you getting it? But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Upon his word, upon his light, he meditates what? Day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. His fruit shall not wither. Whatsoever he does, it shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. <laughs> Darkness and what? Light. 
and we don't have partnership with them. Is that very clear? Let's continue. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in what? In secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest what? By the light. All things that are exposed are made manifest what? By the light. So it's not about just going about and talking and, and dissing people. No. You see, you, you teach the gospel and there's the manifestation of light. You live well and by the time you see, they are coming into the light because of how they see you live. Praise God. Is that very clear? For whatever makes manifest is what? Is light. Is light. Is light. Is light. Therefore, he says, he quotes, awake, you who sleep. Can you see that? Can you see that? Arise from what? The dead. And what? Christ. So all he says is that when a Christian is being led by their flesh, they are asleep. They are dying. So when he says, awake and Christ will give you light, what it means is that you are light. Eh? And so your light, who is Christ, will give you direction. So that you are instructed by him. You yield to what? The light. Can you see that? It's the same prayer he prayed. That he will give you what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of So you see, when you know where you are going and you know where you are functioning and in whom and in what you are functioning, there are certain things you don't say, there are certain things you don't do. Because you know you are functioning in the light. Is that very clear? You're functioning in what? In the light. In the light. Say, awake. Say, I awake. I oh, say it like you mean it. I say, I'm awake, sorry. I'm awake. I sleep not. I, sleep not. I, arise. I arise. Christ gives me light. Gives say it like you mean it. Christ gives me light. Christ gives light. Say, Christ gives me light. Fifteen. For you to know that he was not talking to unbelievers. Watch what he says. Go. See then mm -hmm, that you walk what? Circumspectly. Mm -hmm. Not as fools, but as. So now you see. Go. Redeeming. So you see the context. 
Is the context very clear now? So he was talking about we walking as children of what? Light. He's not talking about materialism and acquiring wealth and being famous. No. He was talking about living the life of Christ and being led by his spirit in all that we do, by his wisdom. Is that very clear? Okay, then you'd understand this too. Look at 17. Go. Okay, let's read the 15. See then that... Hmm? Everybody go. Everybody, everybody go. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. 16. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Okay, 17. Therefore... Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Have I explained this? Go. So now look at um, um, 18. And then you'd understand the context. Go. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Wait. So. Do not be drunk with what? Wine. So, which what? Which leads to what? DC. Okay. So, what can you see here? Yes, it leads to destruction. Uh huh. What is he saying? Context. Context. What is he saying? Eh? Walking, being influenced by the wisdom of the world eh? leads to what? Wastefulness, distraction. <laughs> Is that very clear? Can you see it? So, you see, you must understand how progressive thoughts, okay? You progress your thoughts. You see the line. So, let the line, don't twist it. Walk in the line. That's why we do, <laughs> we do what we do. So, he's talking about we walking in the light. Is that not it? Yes, and we understand what evil means. We understand what the will of the Lord is. We understand what being unwise is. Are you getting a point? So now he's saying that being unwise is allowing yourself to be led by the flesh. Because alcohol influences you. It becomes your leader. It makes you do things you never said you wanted to do. You say things you never said you wanted to say. You lose control. So he says, no. You don't have partnership and fellowship with this. You are Christ. You are light. In him. That's not what you do. 
you are filled. You are what? You are filled with what? So you see, Genesis comes in again. We are filled with the Spirit. In the light, we are filled with the Spirit. His Spirit was moving over there, and by that, the day was made. Okay? And was created. And there was a setting apart. And the day was redeemed as good. In the darkness was chaos, confusion, emptiness, darkness. Is that very clear? All right, so we are not part of this. And therefore, we cannot be led by that. We are now led by his spirit. Praise God. So when you are filled with his spirit, you are also influenced by his spirit. Simple. Is that very clear? So just like an alcoholic will start speaking when they are influenced, when they are led, look at what the 19 says. Speaking. Are you getting a point? So look at how you speak. Speaking to one another in what? Psalms, uh-huh. Hymns and Spiritual songs, uh-huh, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So, you see, your life is always a life of God's fountain. All that is talking about psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs is that you are speaking. That's why it's first said speaking. Is that what he said? Yes, speaking to one another in sound. So you see, our conversation is the good news. We speak the good news because we are filled with the good news. We are led by his spirit. And so we speak as such. We are influenced by his spirit. So we speak as such. In his spirit, it's also his wisdom. So we speak his wisdom. There are Psalms, his testimonies, his inspiration. All the wonderful things that he is, that he has done, we speak them. And we have melody in our heart. In other words, we do with cheerfulness. That's what gives us rest. It doesn't lead to waste. It doesn't lead to confusion. It rather leads to joy in the Holy Ghost. Oh, praise the Lord. Is that very clear? So you see what leads us. In the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when you're filled by the Spirit, you speak the wisdom of God. Did Paul say that in Corinthians? He said, we speak the wisdom of God that the world does not understand. Because that's what we are filled. Yes, yes, yes. Is somebody understanding? Are you sure? 
Look at what he says. Speaking to one another. In psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks. Always for all things. To God. The Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. 21. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Oh, glory to God. There's no ego. There's no ego. There's no ego. No. It has no place. Because everybody's ambition has been laid down. And we are all seeing his vision. Oh, praise God. So we will submit one to what? Another. Because all of us are looking at his purpose. All of us are being driven by his wisdom. We see in his light. Oh, praise God. Is that very clear? All right. Okay. So, I said I'm going to give a, a vivid example. Let's look at King Solomon. First Kings 3, verse 6. This was the time that um, he was coronated as king and um, he would see a dream or something and uh, pray towards what he has seen. And Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with you. Did you see Apostle Paul quote that? Eh? Did you see that in Ephesians 5? The fruit of the spirit. Hmm? In truth, eh? In all goodness, eh? In all righteousness. Is it not what is here? So all he's saying is that David was bearing the fruit of what? The spirit. And was being led by what? Okay, can we continue? You have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. So he was speaking about himself now. Okay. So we can all see at least where he began. Can you see that? Right. Let's go to 1 Kings 3, 9 to 14. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? Can you see he started very well? Look at what the Lord told him. The speech pleased the Lord. 
that Solomon had asked this thing. Then God said to him, because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself. Can you see that? Nor have asked riches for yourself. Are you here with me? Are the young people also here with me? Okay. What did he say again? Nor have asked for the life of your enemies. Are, are you here at all? Okay. So some of you pray for the life of your enemies. Okay. But have asked for yourself understanding. Watch. To discern what? Justice. Now, can you see that this justice is not like the justices of the kings of the earth? David was asking to be prudent according to the will of God. Solomon, rather, was asking. Is that very clear? Okay, good. Behold, I have done according to your words. Now, watch this. When you see some of these things, don't think that human beings can understand God, eh, can command God to do what he doesn't want to do. What he, he asked is in the will of who? God. <laughs> Are you getting it? That's why Paul asked, who shall know the mind that he may instruct him? So we instruct God by his own mind. We don't instruct God by our own mind. <laughs> okay, so when God says, I have done according to your words, you get it. He says, see, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there has, so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall any like you arise after you. And I've also given you what you have not asked. Can you see it, this revelation again? That anytime we walk in alignment with his will and purpose, he gives us addition. That's why I told you, when we are praying for spiritual things, don't bother yourself. Other supplies will be taken care of. Is that very clear? Can you see the same principle? Okay. So he says that, and I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall be no, there shall not be anyone like you among the kings of all your days. 14. Watch. So if you walk in my ways, 
if you walk in my ways. So whatever God gives is giving to walk in what? Get this. God has a plan. God has a purpose. So whatever God gives is giving for the walk in his ways, in his purpose, in his plans. I told you that when you go to get a job and they give you a house, they didn't give you the house just because of you. They gave you the house because of the job. So that you can work the purposes, the plans, and the pursuits of that company. That's why they are giving you all the things they are giving you. Everything that God gives us, he gives us not just for us. You see, it will take care of you some. But it is not because of you. It's because of what he has you to do. Is that very clear? You see, if this is not clear, you miss it. Yes. You miss it. If you know you are being enrolled by God, then you must know this. He will lead you in his ways, and as he leads you in his ways, he gives you supplies, and as the supplies come, you must know that it is not just for you. You use some definitely to take care of yourself, but you are taking care of yourself even because of the assignment you have to do. <laughs> are you getting the whole thing? Yes. Yes. To keep my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Please, you know the lengthening of days and what it means. It's not that okay, it means that you will live long. No. You are walking in my way. As you are walking in my ways, what it means, my purpose will live long. In your days. Ah. Is that very clear? So you see, God's purposes, okay, will be formidable and will be established in his days. Okay. And, and what it means is that even generations after will walk in God's ways because of Solomon. That's the lengthening of days. The lengthening of days is not necessarily that, okay, you will live long. No. But then, your works in the will and in the way of God will go ahead of you. Praise God. Is it very clear? That's the lengthening of days. I will lengthen your I will lengthen your days. Can we go on? Oh, can we go on? 
All right. So it has more to do with the fulfillment of God's purpose in the earth. It's not just long life. It means before God, you are living well. And you are fulfilling purpose. The reason you are here. You are reigning with him in his eternal purpose and pursuit beyond this present earth. Are you getting the point? So when God says, walking in my ways, what does he mean? Being led by what? The Spirit. Being led in the light. Seen through God's light. But Solomon lost focus. Okay? He lost focus. Okay? He lost focus. He would come back to himself. That's why he wrote Proverbs 22, 6. What, does he, what did he say? Train the children in the way they should go. When they grow old, mm-hmm. Yes, after he had learned all the lessons. Yeah, I like the way the good news renders it. Look at how the good news renders it. He says, if you teach your children, hmm? Can you see that? Yeah. Training is everything. Training is everything. Training is everything. Train your children. So Proverbs 22, 6 is not human wisdom. No. When he said train them in the way they should go. Not in a way. So we don't train them by the culture of this world, by the popular wisdom around. We train them in the way of the Lord. That's what he means. As we are led, we lead them. Is that very clear? Okay, so you children, listen. Your parents are leading you as they are led. And so sometimes... You will not like some of the things they tell you to do. But the fact that you don't like it doesn't mean they hate you. (laughs) Yes. That doesn't mean they hate you. When you are studying your books, do you like it? But when you pass the exam, do you like it? So it tells you that most of the things you don't like, they are the things that your flesh rebels against. Most of the things you don't like, it's your flesh that is rebelling. But they are also the things that will do you good. Okay, so you are the one to yield yourself. And this is not, listen, I'm speaking to you children, listen to me very carefully. This is not simple. You are the ones to yield. Why am I saying that? Because even God failed with the first man and woman.
So if you, if you see children going wayward every time and you want to blame parents, it's not always true. It's not always true. Because if Judas failed, Adam and Eve failed, then you can have a good parent. And still, because you did not yield, you are failing. So you are the one to yield. As I'm speaking to the children, I'm also speaking to you as my children. Yes. So you can have a good pastor, you can have, and yet, you're failing. Because you are not yielding. I mean, can you imagine? First of a kind. And they were giving all the teaching and all the training. And yet, Adam and Eve could not make it. Could it? All right. So, so we have to yield. Say, I am to yield. Say, I am to yield. Say, I yield. All right. Look at Ecclesiastes 1 verse 2. He said, vanity of what? Vanities. Then he says, says the preacher, vanity of vanities. All is what? Can you see? Can you see? It's, it's so clear what he was going through. It's like he started so well, he didn't ask. Can you see that these things were not in his eyes? Because he didn't ask for riches. He didn't. He asked for discernment, wisdom. To walk in God's light. And in walking in God's light, these were what? Added. And yet, those things now superseded and made his wisdom what? Foolish. <laughs> now, instead of seeing in God's eye, he started seeing in his own and in the eyes of the world. You're good to see it. So he himself came to the realization. Said, all the things that I'm pursuing, because that's the way the world goes, not knowing is useless. Can you see Paul quoting this? The wisdom of the world coming to what? Nothing. Do not be filled with wine. Huh? It leads to what? Dissipation. That's it, the same thing. Vanity. Vanity. So the wisdom of the world would always lead to what? Vanity. Ecclesiastes 1, 14. Progressively he says it. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and indeed, all is vanity, and grasping for the wind. See, Paul said it. I don't fight 
1 Corinthians 9, 17, as one that is beating the air. The same thing. <laughs> when you follow the wisdom of the world, and you, are not, you don't allow yourself to be led by him, by his spirit, this is what will be your experience. Have studied of the works under the sun. It leads to nothing. It's the grasping of the wind. Inframa. Look at what he says, Proverbs 4, 18 to 27. It's Solomon now giving advice. And these were things that he was told before. That he didn't listen to. Now he's putting them into writing. Because of his experience. But the path of the just it's like a shining sun. The shining sun. Can you see that? Oh, can you see it? That shines what? Ever brighter unto thee. So can you see the guy was taught very well? The guy was trained and taught very well. He knows. The way of the wicked is like what? Can you see him speaking to Genesis? They do not know what makes them stumble. So they are ignorant. Anything can hit them and they are gone. Yeah. My son, it makes all the difference. Relationship. My son, give attention to my words. All the father has is words. 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 Pay attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. The pay attention here actually speaks to somebody with like a walkman. And that's all you are hearing. So everything outside doesn't come through. That's, that's what it means. That's what it connotes. It actually also speaks to meditation. That's how you meditate. When you're meditating, you don't want any outside noise. All you are listening to is the inner voice. Is that not it? Yes. You don't want any other disturbance. Pay attention. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart. Can you see the difference? From your ears, saying so, but he says from your eyes. Because we see in pictures. So, truly when you are meditating on something, your imagination begins to work. You are seeing what is being said. Do not let them depart from your eyes. 
So what it means is that you will hear other children saying, don't let it go here so that you even see it. Did you hear what I just said? I said that you heard it. Yes. You see, so don't, not, don't even let it enter. Because the moment you begin to visualize it, it will stay in your consciousness. Can I bring you to Eve? The same thing that was not good for food, now she says it is pleasant to the eyes and what? Good for food. Why? She started visualizing what the devil was saying. What the devil was saying. When we talk about light, you don't understand. <laughs> you know that sometimes somebody says something, they didn't mean anything. Somebody can come who was just passing. Ah, Botashi, you are sitting here. What he said, you don't understand. And then they will throw light. Yeah. When we talk, <laughs> that's light. All of a sudden, how you were not thinking? You started thinking that way. And it begins to create a problem between you and that person. Are you here with me? Yes. In the same way, if I'm speaking these words, what am I doing? I am also throwing light. So that things that you didn't even see in this verse... I am now throwing light and the light is opening you up to see it in the way you should see it. All of this is done by words. Words. <laughs> words. So he said, keep them in what? So when you visualize, huh? And you concretize them. Where do you keep them? In your spirit. Your heart there is the reference to your spirit. Yes, your spirit. Anytime we talk about keeping something in your heart, eh? it's not in your cardio this day. <laughs> no, I have you in my heart. In your spirit. Watch. For they are life to those who find them. And health to their flesh, all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issues of life. He knew so much. But he couldn't make so much out of all that he knew. He knew so much. He knew so much. Look at what he says. Continue. Can you see, you're going to see that whatever I say is speaking to the whole body. Can you see the eyes? Can you see the ears? You see it. Can you see the mouth? Can you see it? Put away from you what? A deceitful mouth. Mm -hmm. 
and put perverse lips, what? Far from you. Uh-huh. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Now your feet comes in. Ponder the path of your feet. So words control your body. So if it is the wisdom of the world, it will end up controlling your body. If it is the wisdom of the spirit, <laughs> it will also start controlling your body. That's why he said, out of it comes what? The issues. So from your spirit, your mind and your body will begin to act there. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. It depends on what you are hearing. It depends on what is leading you. Are you here with me? Yes. 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 Let me finish this. I have to. Go to Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Now we know. For by grace you have been saved. Hmm? Nothing, did, nothing you did could ever end this salvation. I'm reading from the TPT. For it was the love gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast. For salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. We have become his poetry. A recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we will do to fulfill it. Praise God. Destiny here doesn't mean that it is concrete. Destiny means intention. Is that very clear? But then you are the one to make sure you fall. Is that clear? So God has his intention. All right. So we have been granted grace. And we have been gifted with God's wisdom. To be able to fulfill God's intention. Is that very clear? So we are the ones. Say we are the ones. Okay, so you see, we are just like Solomon. We have been given what we need. We are the ones to make sure we yield ourselves to it. So Matthew 5, 14, 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Hello? Can you see that? We are seated with him where? In heavenly places. An elevated space. Is that very clear? So, cannot be hidden. What it means is that the light will shine. Hey, are you here? Say, I'm the light of the world. So he says, nor do they light a lamp and put it what? Under a basket. Or under a lampstand. 
and he gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before me that they may see you, your good works. It's not you. They see your good works. So it is our works that speak. When we walk in the light, they don't see us. They see Christ and his works. That's why he said, they glorify your father in where? Praise God. Okay, he would explain this. He would explain this in Matthew 6. Everybody go to Matthew 6, 22 to 24. And you're going to see Proverbs 4. What Solomon was saying in Proverbs 4, right here. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Hello? Oh, hello? If your eye is good, your whole body will what? Did Solomon say, let not the words depart from your eyes? If your eye is good, if your meditation is good, if you are meditating on Christ, if you are seeing through his light, hi! Are you getting it? If that is what is leading you. But if your eye is bad, can you see? Your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? If the wisdom is the wisdom of the world, if the wisdom in you, if that is what is in your eyes, is that if it's, a, it's the wisdom of the world that gives you light, your wisdom is of great darkness. How great! Is that darkness. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one. And love the other. Or else. He will be loyal to the one. And despise the other. You cannot serve God and mama. Oh hello. Did you see that? So can you see, you can't function in both wisdom. You either be functioning in one or what? You are either working the wisdom of the world or you are working the wisdom. You are either working in the light or you are working in what? Darkness. That's why I say, who is leading you? Who is leading you? Look at how the TPT renders this. Now, don't use the TPT all the time. Because sometimes 
it can confuse you or give you a wrong interpretation. All right. So anytime you see me using it, it's because it is affirming what the right interpretation is. Is that very clear? So I'm not giving you license to every time use the TPT. Is that very clear? All right. Look at what it says. Go. The eyes of your spirit allow revelation. Light to enter into your being. If your heart is unclouded, the light flouts in. Did you see that? If, if, if your heart is unclouded, the light what? So you see, you don't allow the wisdom of the world to choke. To be in the way of what? The light. You'll be led swiftly. But if your eyes are focused on money, So, can you see money here is representing the wisdom of what? The world. Because that is what gives people importance, worth in the world. Money. How much money you are determines how much worth you are. So, that's why most people feel sorry. And terrible. And why did you even bring me to this earth? Because that's what they have been told. Their hearts are choked. Their hearts are clouded. Light is not flooding in. Because light was flooding in, Solomon didn't even ask for money. Are you getting the point? Somebody say, oh, because his father has already prepared money. Yes, we know. But the point is that when your eyes are on money, it doesn't matter how much you have already. They will give you a proverb. Give me the proverb. Eh? Epokra Sotogum. Even the sea, water still rains into it. The sea still collects water. So we collect money. All right. so, so that's how the world sees. He says, if your eyes are focused on money, the light cannot penetrate. And darkness takes its place. Many Christians are walking like this. We think manifest. Yeah. Are you here? Yeah. Which one do you think first? Now it's changing. It's changed. Oh, okay. It's not changing. Yeah, okay. Praise God. Yeah. 
is changed. Or is changing. Changed. Hey, fast now. Yeah. Gamma is changing. Eh. Hey. Da 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 da. It's changing. Shazam. Pasta. It's changing. It's changed. It's changing. So, so that's exactly what. So can you see Jesus is actually putting the thing, the, the, this thing right on, the, on the, 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 uh, the head, the nail right on the head. That is either you're going for money and all its accompaniments. That's what the wisdom of the world is up to. Or you are walking in the light. Minister Mavis, did you hear that one? Ah, okay. It's changed. Eh? Long ago. Okay. Thanks be to Jesus. So, so let's look at let's look at something. Look at the next thing. Look. Oh, it's eight thirty. Oh, look at twenty eight. Okay, let me finish this before. Let's all go. Next, go. How profound. Everybody read it, go. How profound will be the darkness within you if the light of truth cannot enter? How could you worship two gods at the same time? You would have to hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't worship the true God while enslaved to the God of money. When we see you smile, then we know money has come. The day your pocket is dry, stonka, even when I call you, pastor call, you see my call, you, you don't pick it. It's coming to worry me. I know, sometimes when your disciple calls you and your disciple says, since the day I embraced this gospel, pastor, everything is going bad. Business and everything. <laughs> uh. It is a test of your heart, where your heart is. It is testing you whether you are allowing light to penetrate or darkness has filled your heart. May you get out of darkness. Amen. Tell the next person, get out of darkness. Get out of darkness. Tell them, listen, if money is that which makes you happy, very soon you lose your happiness. You will come to the place of Solomon and say, all is what? Yeah. 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 Look at 28. So Jesus will now tell us not to copy Solomon. Yes. 
Jesus will emphatically tell us, don't copy Solomon. Don't copy Solomon. What he said, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. What is one of these? The lilies of the valley. The lilies of the field, yes. Who do not toil nor what? Spin. Solomon in all his glory, he said, was not arrayed like these ones. <laughs> yeah. That's how God sees wealth. It's nothing. What you call, people call success. God says, even the lilies of the fields, their glory is better. Yeah. You can never be led by the spirit if you are being led by money. It's not possible. Because your eyes is full of greed. Yeah. 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 Full of greed. You cash out on everything. Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Yeah. And that's how Solomon was mentioned. That's how Jesus mentioned Solomon. That's all. So 32, he will say, no, let's continue. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, Watch the comparison. It's a comparative statement. So what it means that if even the lilies of the, of the field. Look at their worth. Tomorrow they are. Hey, today they are. Tomorrow they are thrown into what? And they are better than Solomon. And his glory. Hey, are you here with me? They are better than Solomon's glory. Then tell me the scale regarding Solomon's glory. <laughs> he said, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So God doesn't say he will leave you like that. He will definitely provide for you. But don't let that be your focus. Don't let that be your leader. Don't let that influence your life and give you worth. You will miss out on God's purpose. Is that very clear? Look at Matthew 6, 32. 
and 33. Let's all go. For after all these things, mm -hmm, the Gentiles word, seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall what? Added to you. Oh, hello. Shall be what? Praise God. We're going to continue next week, Wednesday. We're going to see what Solomon made of the wisdom of God. We're going to see it. What he made of it. Yeah. We've learned how he started. We also learned how he lost focus. And then the lessons he learned. But we're going to go into details to see what he made of it. So that we can learn from that. What do you make of God's wisdom now? How do you treat it? How do you see it? Because that's how you would either be led or not be led. Are you here with me? Yeah. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Grace, glorious grace, grace, glorious grace, at the cross you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.